and welcome back to HCS Weekly. I thought, yo, this is my life. I have to go pro in Halo. In my head, thought that that was more efficient, and I guess I was right. He was like the god. We would have to two v one, like just to beat this guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to reach you. Like, oh, see you guys later. A lot of Halo in my life, man. It's been a, it's been a fun journey. I love it. Hello and welcome back to HCS Weekly, your weekly destination for all things HCS. And yes, I'm your host, Shyway. We are back once again. It's been a while, guys. It's been, what, like two weeks since we've had an episode of HCS Weekly, maybe a little bit more than that. Of course, we were gone. We had Atlantic City. We had Halo Classic, an amazing event. I hope you guys got a chance to tune in. Probably one of the most stacked rosters or like stacked, you know, series of teams that we've ever had uh for halo 3 ever since its comeback at least having you know lux coming out of nowhere and just winning the championship was pretty amazing as well and of course we're gonna have a chat with goofy a little bit later today the perfect person to talk to just coming off of that hot win we also had some halo 5 we had some halo ce so just halo everywhere depending on you know no matter what kind of halo fan you are there was something good in there for you and of course we're going to chat about all of that today we've got our news we've got our trick jumps we got plenty to get to of course we also have our giveaway our hcs grassroots br skin and nameplate all you got to do to enter the contest is enter exclamation mark grassroots in the chat we give away the game the nameplate and br skin every single week guys so if you missed your chance this week and come back next week for your opportunity to do so let's jump right into the news with maddie rums from dukombo.com how you been maddie hey i've been all right how about you Good man, I saw you at the event. You managed to to tune in, take a couple photos. You were uh, keeping track of the the games as they went down. How was that for you? Uh, Friday and Saturday were tiring. I was running around the the open bracket area, back and forth, back and forth. And then yeah, trying to get Halo Five in there, Halo C in the other room. So I was just running around. Right, you had to go to separate rooms. They had the main main place for H three, and then you have to go across a hall, and there's like a separate conference room for uh, C and Five, right? Yeah. But it was a good time. I had a great time. It's good seeing everybody. Hello. Goofy, what's up, man? I hear you in the background. Thank you, man, for tuning in. Uh, we are on? currently on the show. You will be brought on very soon. Sorry, guys. Goofy just had to uh, to join in last second here. Uh, Goofy, I'm going to ask you to mute your mic just for a second. We're going to run through the news. We're going to show a trick jump, and then I'm going to have you on. We're going to chat for the rest of the show. Sound good? Cool. Okay. All right. He's already muted. Yeah, I see, I see you in the pro. Yeah, we got it. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Just making sure. Uh, let's 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 get right into the news then, uh, uh, Maddie. Of course. Do we have any any big news stories apart from AC? Is there anything new that's happened uh, in the time between? Uh, there's a few things. Uh, there's a playlist update like usual, but it only affected uh, Halo Four Social Slayer. They just okay. changed like the maps that are going to be used. Uh, the refresh maps are going to be used for Infinity Slayer and Team Slayer. And then the legendary map variants are going to be used for legendary Slayer. And to be honest, I don't play what a lot of Halo Four, so I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is legendary Slayer and legendary map variant? All of this is like, yeah, yeah there's, there's a map that are listed, but uh, Infinity Slayer. I remember that's like the standard Slayer, right? Uh, this I is when so. they introduced the concept of the Infinity ship being like, uh, it's like a what's it called? Uh, it's like a sequel. What's it's not real life. It's uh, like a virtual, uh, like battle simulation. Zone. Simulation. Thank you, right. Jesus. That's being created. Uh, that they pit the teams up against each other, so nobody's actually dying. And then you have this like you know freedom to use all these different types of Spartans and whatever. This is their excuse for the loadouts and stuff too. But anyway, good to see <laughs> that uh, that Halo Four is getting updates. Uh, and you know hopefully there's a, a community of people playing some Halo Four. I heard Halo Four was actually the one game on MCC that kind of got the best port treatment like it worked the best out of the gate 
versus the other titles, but. Yeah, I guess I could see that it being the newest wouldn't yeah. be that difficult to move over. Right, right. Um, of course, we have a MCC developer update as well. So stuff across the board, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't list too much new information. It just said that they you know, received a ton of feedback from the Fireflight. Uh, they fixed a handful of the bugs that were reported, but they're still investigating some. There's a full list over on a waypoint. I didn't want to list all of them. Okay. And then they also mentioned that the PvP flight for Xbox is currently at the Ring Zero testing. Remember, they listed that it's like Ring Zero through four. Okay, so it's at the very start of the testing. Yeah, it's still at the yeah. Internal so, testing for only feedback and stability checks so far. Once the branch build is identified, we'll be able to move forward towards flighting. Okay, well, progress, right? We're making yeah. some progress. Uh, and then there's there's like interviews on there too with some technical stuff, but I wasn't even gonna try to explain it. Right, right. Um, okay, so so we've got Fireflight being tested. We've had uh, some campaign testing, and now we finally get what we've all been waiting for: PvP testing. And and hopefully they can get through this process kind of quick, and we start to get it towards you know sometime in the fall and the holidays. Yeah, um, hopefully. I, I don't know if you're feeling it, but AC was a ton of fun. But immediately after AC, it was like just this this halo drought all of a sudden. We didn't get any announcement yeah. on what's coming up next. I know that you've been tweeting like uh, day day six without yeah. an announcement. On, I'm just on putting like random like 600 days, yeah. 640, whatever. Yeah. But. So it is a little upset, like a little. I don't want to say like depressing, but it's kind of like a you know it was such a high with that event, and then damn silence. You know, yeah. back yeah. to kind of not really sure what's going on next. Uh, yeah, so that's good to see that there's some progress being made there. We have uh, Europa Halo calls it quits. What's that? Uh, Europa oh, so Halo. just a quits in general. Okay. Yeah, well, they're, speaking they're, of unfortunate uh, news here, what do we got? No more. Uh, yeah. Uh, I believe his name is Kalen. Okay. I'm butchering that. But the guy who runs Europa Halo uh, had a stream saying that, you know, Europa Halo will be no more. He said he's pretty much lost all motivation for it and is you know doesn't have the time to put into it anymore yeah uh he was mentioned they have no plans to come back for infinite but uh they recently started the europa halo halo wars 2 uh like i guess series okay. he said that's still going on uh it's being run by a guy named metalizer and then with the ending of europa halo uh splinter which was another community tournament organizer kind of revived and they actually put on a halo reach tournament the other day i think there's only like four teams entered but okay they're uh they've come back i guess if you want to say Splendid. for for europe european okay. halo okay okay and something that'll hopefully continue and, and be more prominent when we do get this this reach launch you're saying right. they're already trying to play some halo reach probably you know 30 fps yeah. uh xbox 360 style which is not ideal um, but it's, yeah, yeah, once again, it's, it's something. Now, the upsetting thing about that is Europa Halo is an HCS grassroots partner. If they call it a quits, quits I'm not really sure what that means for He's, grassroots. Said, uh, he said that they, like, removed themselves, so. They were, oh, wow. So and that that brings me to the same type of question about Saiyan, which I'm not sure if you guys heard the, the news about Saiyan. It looks like he's, it's totally understandable, but I mean, you know, he's been trying to, to compete and be prominent in Halo 5, and we're not really sure what's going on with the future of Halo 5. So I think in the for the moment, He's focusing more on Apex. Kind of yeah, it was, his focus. that was interesting too. It kind of confused me because it said that his content will still be Halo-based. Really? So I think only so, what I took out of it was maybe his YouTube content will be Halo, but his streams will be him playing Apex. Okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but that's what I took from it. 
Yeah, because I, I mean, of course, you know, one of the leaders, uh, especially on the Halo Five side of the community, it would be unfortunate to have him gone completely. So maybe, maybe I'll grab him. We can get a, a breakdown or something with Shyway and, and Saiyan, or I, I don't know. We'll figure <laughs> some way to keep saying around. Uh, we got Tashi teasing PC competition. This is exciting. Tell me about this. Yeah. So aside from all the the drought and sadness, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the latest Halo community update. Uh, at the bottom, there's a and a section, and someone asked about um, competitive Halo moving to PC. Mm-hmm. And in Tashi's response, he said that they'll be looking for opportunities to run events, to test the platform, and take feedback once it releases on PC. Right. So that's, I mean, we all kind of saw it coming, but now I guess that there's like a confirmation. Yeah. But he like, also mentioned that on November 5th, I guess that's the five-year anniversary of HCS. Right, that's a big day. They'll be... Uh, they'll be Posting, uh, publishing a post on Waypoint with information about the future of Halo esports. Damn! So November fifth, mark that on your calendar right there. That's kind mm-hmm. of the next big, uh, you know, announcement notice that we've got there. Hopefully, we're getting something earlier in regards to the DreamHack tease that we had, right? Because yeah. that's that's probably taking place November, maybe latest, early December. So we would have to hear something about that earlier than yeah. Well, DreamHack November Atlanta 5th. is November fourteenth. There you go. Yeah. So we would we would need to hear about that one ASAP. So hopefully that's still something that's like in the pipeline, something to look forward to. Um, But cool. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you know, it seems like it has to happen. PC competition just needs to happen. I mean, you know, there's there's the the Halo scene has been on console forever. Most people have been playing GamePad forever. And I understand that connection, you know, with that experience. But the only way that I I see this, uh, you know, Halo blowing up and succeeding in the way that it needs to is opening up the potential for PC, you know, competition involving the mouse and keyboard a little bit there. Way larger audience can start to play the game. Um, We also have tournament results as well. Of course, we had Halo Classic. Give me the rundown. Yeah, so the Halo CE 2v2 from Halo Classic, if anyone doesn't know yet. Uh, Patch and Legend took first place. They were also the Beachland champions. Yeah. Second place went Dominating. to... Mc, yeah, second place went to McDick and Reba. And third place was a tie between Kuzier and D-Man and Meg and Ozzy. Okay, I don't know how you read that one as, as Huzzy. <laughs> no, Ozzy. I just know they Ozzie. call him it. I don't think anyone okay. likes to pronounce it, so they just say oh, Ozzy. Okay, okay, I was going to say, like, yeah. you, you came up with some pronunciation <laughs> for that that I <laughs> didn't read that way. Uh, we had the Halo 5 2v2 as well. Yeah, first place for that went to Renegade and Shotzi. Second place was Saiyan and Neptune. And third went to Pyretic and Denoxide. Yeah, crazy series. Uh, thankful I got the chance to cast that uh, all the way 14 games. It was a very long series. The only unfortunate thing about it was switching it off a of main broadcast, putting it onto Bravo. It was a lot of kind of hard to organize timing wise because we had grand finals for Halo 3. But apart from that, you know, teardown setup, uh, the actual series itself was super intense. Went 14 games. Highly recommend you guys at least check it out in the past broadcast, but I'm sure it'll be on YouTube at some point soon. Uh, and then Halo 3, the, the main star of the show here, the 4v4 and the FFA. So first place went to Lux Gaming with Goofy, Ryanu, Gilkey, and Gabriel. Second place was Gold Members, which uh, sniped down Frosty, Eco, and Pistola. And then third, for the first time in a long time, was uh, Tox Gaming, Snakebite, Lethal, ABG, and Royal 2. So something pretty interesting to talk about. And something I want to talk to Goofy about a little bit later as well. Uh, Lux never had a chance to go up against Tox Gaming, which is something that I'm sure they hope to to be able to do. It's like, you know, almost doesn't feel like the true win unless you get to take out the dominant squad. So unfortunate seeing uh, Tox hit that third place. 
um, or not, I mean, unfortunate for them, but I guess as far as a viewer goes, that's, that's pretty exciting, right? It mixes things up. You get a whole yeah, new time. I, I looked up on, uh, I think it was Esportspedia. It was Lethal's first placing outside of right. top two since like July, 2015. Which is ridiculous because he was dominant on EG and then from EG over to, to what, like CLG, CLG Optic, Optic, Optic talks. Yeah. crazy. Uh, so yeah, somebody just, or Lux and Gold members just took out his, uh, his win streak right there. Um, we also have uh, Blam Gaming, unless I skip something, or they had the oh, FFA yeah. as well. Oh yeah, straight which you, sick. You covered. Won straight sick won that. Um, and then we have uh, Blam Gaming Halo Series Preliminary number three. Yep. So their Halo Series is continuing continuing on. I think number four is next week, I believe. Goofy might okay. be able to add to that. But uh, yep. first place went to Scariotic and Vemzy. Second went to Stress and Complexion. And third went to Nikolai and B Vens. Awesome. So nice to see that we have, you know, some more competitions going on, on the side there, especially Blam Gaming coming in, doing some Halo 5 2v2s, which have gotten pretty exciting off of uh, AC. So good thing to tune into there. Uh, we have upcoming tournaments as well. Keeping the tournaments going. What do we got? Uh, the Saturday, September 21st, is SWAT Nation's Femme Fatale Halo 5 2v2 redo. Nice. Uh, redo. Yeah. Uh, the first one, there's a little bit of controversy with uh, some players not being able to, like, I think prove themselves oh, no. that they were female. Yeah. So it was a mess. They paid out the teams, but they agreed to do a, a second one. Kudos so, to Squad Nation for continuing to you know try and try and try again despite some of the uh, you know the difficulties, the challenges that come up with these types of situations. But we yeah. we want you know to have competition for the female audience, so it's great that it's happening still. <clears throat> and then Sunday, the 22nd, SWAT Nation is having a second tournament, which is uh, called Swatterino Cappuccino. Okay. And I believe it's their first Halo 5 free-for-all SWAT tournament. Free-for-all SWAT tournament? Yep. I have no idea what that would look like. That sounds like mayhem. Oh, yeah. That sounds wild. People dying. I don't know how they're going to spectate it because people can be dying left and right. Right, right. I mean, your, your life would be like a, you know, 20, 30 seconds max. So I, I don't know. Uh, it'd be yeah. pretty interesting to check out. And then uh, next Tuesday, September 24th, oh yeah, I was right, uh, is yeah. the fourth preliminary tournament for the Blam Gaming Halo series. Awesome. That's also a Halo 5 2v2. Right, right. So despite uh, you know AC being done, it does feel like a bit of a drought as far as Halo goes. We have some things to look forward to. We have these events coming up in the immediate future. We also have November 5th, the date that you guys got to mark on your calendar here. It looks like that's the next big announcement as far as Halo's esports future. And I think you know this is we're getting down to the wire. We're getting down to the end of the holidays. We hopefully start to hear a little bit more about Halo Infinite, not just you know Reach and MCC. I want I want the big guns coming out. So hopefully we can get something exciting. Maddie, thank you for joining me once again for the news and looking yeah. forward to. Yeah, next week yeah no problem dude see you. all right that covers the news we're going to jump right into our trick jump segment with clearly me let's see what he's got for this us this week <clears throat> how's it going clearly it's going pretty good man hopefully my camera doesn't freeze this week you're good for now don't jinx it man i saw you walk away for a second we were closing out uh news and i'm like oh my god he's not there in the camera i'm gonna have to just vamp for 10 seconds so you came back uh, right in time, uh, but let's let's take a look at the jump and, and get to it, and then we can uh, we can get your commentary and stuff. We don't have to worry about the the camera work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got we two got? today. Uh, this okay. one, obviously, really illegal to do in a professional uh, atmosphere, but um, you can crouch repeatedly into the lift on Construct, and you can sit on the very bottom of it. Wait, you're saying you uh, can't do this in competitive? Well, you don't. Well, you don't want to at least if you're uh, competing. You know, right, you're just out of the field of play. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, if you're going for money, yeah, this isn't a legal move, but you can get under the map, which is kind of a cool little trick. Um, oh, I God. released a whole tutorial for this. Yeah. Um, on my Twitter and on my YouTube, which is at MCC Trip Jumps. Um, but yeah, you crouch repeatedly into the lift and um, kind of pulls you to the bottom there. And if you crouch repeatedly on that center circle, eventually your your body will fall through and you'll get to the bottom. And no can you can go up the other lift? Um, you can actually go back up the lift. Um, if okay. you stand there and you jump repeatedly, if you get lucky, you can actually get back up. But um, oh. that's difficult because there's actually another circle below you. So if you keep jumping, there's a chance that it'll actually pull you even lower. Oh my and then god! You can't get out. <laughs> but, yeah, so then you're yeah you're stuck forever. Okay, so uh, it's a it's a neat little trick. It's fun to do. I mean, if you're just messing around in social or something, I don't see the harm. But right, what's a scenario where this would just be like incredible? Like, is there an oddball social game type <laughs> well, you where know, you can just grab it? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't because that would be ridiculous. Social. Like, you win yeah. the game it, yeah. for sure. But I mean, like, if you're an HLG enthusiast, obviously this would be a a good move to have up your sleeve. Sure. You're like maybe you're the last person. It's one ver one versus four. You have the lead. You want to do something fun though. All right. Maybe well, I'll close out the game. I guess I don't know. So clearly so, yeah. breaking the game here. Uh, what else you got for me? <laughs> I have a jump on Guardian, um, which actually I found not too long ago. Um, so I was trying to find a different way up the chandelier, and I found a kind of a fun way, dangerous way to get up the chandelier. Okay. But it's a double grenade lift manipulation. Oh, holy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this this one is yeah. sick, but I don't I'll, I don't see how you would set it up conveniently no, because you're no, absolutely not. But yeah, if you you stand up against that wedge there and you throw a grenade straight up at the lift, um, you run over there and you stand above the lift for about half a second to a second, depending. Throw mm -hmm. another grenade down, and they line up perfectly so that when you hit the lift, you're far enough away from the double explosion that it doesn't kill you, but oh, it gives God. you extra lift. Um. And it pulls you up to chandelier. That's incredible. Imagine making a play like that, picking up an off ball or something in a, in a turn. It would be it would be incredible, <laughs> but highly unlikely. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah Too much no. setup time. You're on top, maybe you're gonna get melted in a second. Yeah, uh, this is some super advanced strats, but yeah, you know, not worth it entirely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess worth a try if you. I mean, if you have uh, top mid open for you for whatever weird reason for that long, anyway. Yeah. Odds are slim, but. All right. Well, very cool stuff. And I'm sure there are some people who, uh, you know, would really enjoy adding this to their gameplay, some cool HLG spots and crazy <laughs> Natrix. Uh, how, how can they get started? Could they uh, contact you? What's what's the best way to, to learn some of these jumps? So that would be on my Twitter mainly. Uh, that's where okay. I'm in the posting. I do post to YouTube as well, just not everything. Um, but that's going to be Twitter at MCC Trick Jumps um, and YouTube at MCC Trick Jumps. So um, I post tutorials and uh, random clips and yeah. So if you want awesome. to see what I'm all about, go check it out. Sweet. I heard you're doing a little bit of a movement coaching as well. Are you trying to, to get into that too? I haven't really yeah. heard of that role yet. You're trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah, like help help teams move more effectively on the map. That's kind of a cool mm -hmm. niche that you're going for. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, um, not so much the double grenade trick that like I just Right, something really practical. Double, you know, obviously more practical stuff. And, like backwards uh, S1 to S2 that Shelly did the other day, <laughs> which was ridiculous when he was killing a player. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I just did a tutorial on that the other day, and I uh, I did it twice. Um, well, I did it backwards twice in a row at the beginning of the tutorial as kind of Crazy. a tribute. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm I've been working on weapon launches and uh, grenade lineups, things of that nature that would also be useful as far as being a movement coach, for lack of a better term. Sure. Um, 
but yeah, just kind of a, a phrase I'm trying to coin, I guess. Um, now I got, there's other people uh, commenting on my recent post. Uh, right. You know, uh, trying to become a movement coach as well. You know, other people who are knowledgeable, maybe uh, not just Halo 3, but Halo 5 as well. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I know that I haven't shown the public, um, not on purpose. I just haven't gotten around to it, but sure. things that could ultimately be kept secret that I could uh, teach a team. Okay. And, uh, you know, change the way the game is played, more or less. That sounds pretty incredible, man. I, I love the grind you're doing, the dedication, and I hope you keep it up. Of course, guys, if you want to get involved, you want to learn some trick jumps and just join this, uh, MCC Trick Jumps on Twitter is the best place to go. And uh, you can hook up with Clearly Me and get some jumps going. Thank you, Clearly, so much for joining me and looking forward to seeing what you have in store in the, the future of Halo here. Yeah, man, thank you. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, well, that closes our news and our trick jump for the day, and I'm excited to bring on the champion from our last event, AC, Goofy of Lux Gaming. Welcome into the Thames of the show. Goofy, how's it going? How you doing? How you doing? Doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Uh, Now, I know it's been like a week since uh, the event, but are you still on cloud nine, man? How you feeling? Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I definitely am still extremely happy and just more so proud uh, of, of the tournament and how everything played out. And I'm definitely still riding that way. For yeah. Sure. I mean, so it's not even just the event. You also got second place in FFA as well. Like you just, you killed it throughout. Did you, do you expect to have like such incredible performance in every category? And we have some of the tweets here. Um, yeah. So I actually have never been a huge FFA player. Uh, that's not to say I, you know, I haven't warmed up and played FFAs every now and then. Yeah. But um, so I was definitely really uh, happy that I got second place in the free for all and kind of, you know, got a little side placing, but uh, the main thing for me was definitely that 4v4 victory. So that, right. that like outweighed the FFA by far. But it was definitely a cool, you know, little feat that I also got second in the free-for-all. So I was happy yeah. with it. Hell yeah. And I mean, I'd love to get into it. I do want to know, though, did you celebrate at all? Like, how, how was the, uh, the post-game celebration? Did you gamble? I know everybody was going over to Hard Rock <laughs> and gambling. I saw Gabriel there. He got all this new uh, tournament winnings. Did you do any of that? Definitely. We, Definitely. Uh, the whole team, yeah, the whole, I, I don't want to get into details, but oh, the, no. whole, the whole team did celebrate, you know, we, we went out uh, Sunday night, uh, you know, we were at the Hard Rock, um, we'll just keep it short, we had a good night, it was a great night, for yeah. sure, yeah. What's your, what's your favorite game to go to? Uh, the casino? Yeah. Um, I'm more of a blackjack slash roulette guy. Uh, but if I had to pick one for, and I was at the casino for a few hours, I'd probably just stick to blackjack. Yeah. But uh, I know like more skillful games like poker and such. Ryan Noob is a big advocate for poker. He plays really? it all the time. Yeah, he, he's he's really into. That. Yeah, he's yeah. very like, you know, you know how he is. Uh, so he he loves playing poker. But me and uh, Gab and Gilkey, we just stuck to some of the more, you know, fun kind of games like uh, roulette and, and blackjack. Yeah, yeah, which which are kind of easier to go. I, I could see uh, Ryan Noob with the poker face, though. He's like so laser focused, so competitive. Like, he, you know, he would he would make it work. Um, yeah. I wasn't a, I wasn't a huge fan of like the, the machines, though. I'm not used to the casino environment when you have these like machines with the flashing lights and, and they're mm. just advertising, like spend your money here and like get addicted. It's like hypnosis. Oh, it's a trap. Like, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'd rather just play Halo, man. I'm already addicted to my own video. Oh, games. Yeah. yeah, it's just it was nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nice to see that you know you had some fun. Of course, you, you won the event. You could have have a good time. 
Um, now, before we get into all those, you know, details and whatnot, what I usually do is I kind of go through your Twitter a little bit. I try to find okay. some stuff that you've been up to. I uh, noticed something really cool actually on your Twitter is that you've not just been gaming, you've been casting as well. You've been part of Blam Gaming recently, which I believe we have a, a tweet for that right there. Uh, tell me a bit about this. What's uh, Blam Gaming up to? Have you been, you know, getting into commentary? Yeah, so I'll try to I'll try to summarize. Uh, pretty much, Blam Gaming is a, a a gaming platform, I guess you can call it. They're tournament organizers, and they're currently strictly online, and they're currently strictly Halo Five. So um, every so often, and I say that because I don't know the exact the spread for the dates, but I would say about two weeks uh, apart, they have they've been hosting two v two Halo Five tournaments that are free right. to they're free to enter for anybody, um, and and um, they've they're called preliminary tournaments. All right, so there's four preliminary tournaments run by Blam Gaming. Three of them have already have already uh, occurred, and the winner from each of the three um, gets a guaranteed spot in their um, Blam Gaming finale tournament. Um, okay. And that's going to be. I have the date on me. It's it's in October. It's on October twentieth is right. the Blam uh, Gaming finale. So um, there is one more preliminary tournament left. Um, Again, it's 2v2 Halo 5 online tournament, and that last preliminary tournament is September 24th. Um, so it's coming up here in about a week. So pretty much um, the four teams from each, the four winners from each preliminary tournament will, will punch their ticket to the, to the grand finale, which will be for $1,000. So you can really, uh, you know, rack up some money there. Yeah. Um, and also, not only do the four winners of the preliminaries get a spot to the grand finale, but there's also four of like the runner-ups, I guess you could say, or the leader in points from each tournament will also get a spot. So there's going to be eight teams, and don't quote me for sure, but I'm I'm fairly <laughs> certain there will be eight teams uh, in the in the grand finale, and it's going to be for a thousand bucks. So you know yeah. you can never. It's always good to have um, you know tournaments going on for Halo, especially in this interim period where we're right. kind of trying to fill in the gaps until we get some more news. And obviously, speaking for myself, I'm definitely hopeful. Uh, for Halo in general, it's such a big game, such a big community. It has so much potential that it's bound to, you know, to get back to and even surpass where it's been in the past. And I'm very confident in that. But to touch more on the, the commentary side of things, yeah, I have been getting into commentating. Yeah. Uh, and surprising, I surprised myself, honestly. I was watching the rebroadcast and I was, I was reading some feedback in the comments on Twitch, some of the messages I was getting. <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, yeah, people really seem to enjoy my commentary, and I seem to have a knack for it. So um, I definitely want to keep on doing it because you never know in the future how things are going to pan out. Um, obviously, you can only be a competitive gamer for so long. Um, I definitely see myself competing and, and kind of going down that path for as long as I can. But right. if the opportunity presents itself and I can, and I can kind of transition into something like that, uh, I, you know, that would be very, very cool to me. So I, I want to keep all my avenues open and kind of see yeah. where it goes. But as of right now, I'm just doing it because I enjoy it. That's awesome, man. I, I mean, I, I totally respect that, too. And just, yeah, understanding that you can only be a competitor for so long and, you know, being able to transition to, to the next thing. So is commentary like I guess that's one of those avenues. But do you want to always kind of be associated with Halo and gaming in your career? Is that kind of what you decided? Like, of course, competition is the main thing right now. I know that when I talked to Roy and Lunchbox, for example, they once they finished competition, they just kind of left gaming. They, they you know, wanted to do their own thing in their own line of work. Do you see yourself always sticking with it? So in a perfect world, if you ask me to pick my own destiny, I would right. love I would love for gaming to be a part of my life forever, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, a lot of people kind of, I don't want to say get forced out of the position they're in because of 
team changes or real life stuff or there's a lot of outside factors that can change your plan i guess yeah. um but i'm realistic enough to understand that you know like like we just spoke about competitive and being at the top is not something that's going to last forever obviously you can you can make a lot of money in esports these days and gaming in general but i just i i love the community i love the vibes in, in gaming so i always want to i always want that to be a part of my life and to to kind of continue down that path Awesome. Well, I hope to see you commentating more. I've actually been talking to uh, to Lewis or or Luis. I'm not sure 100, percent but about playing gaming, uh, and I was hoping that I could maybe jump in a couple too. So maybe we'll get a chance to uh, to try some casting together. Or oh, that would be sweet, sure. man. That'd yeah, be an man. honor. <laughs> oh, no, it'd be awesome, dude. I I love that that he's doing it though. That he's still having some Halo Five two v two events. Like, it would be awesome if we could do it for Halo Three as well. But it's just without the the theater mode. It's just not you know convenient mm-hmm. or the uh, the observer mode. But just having something like you said, keeping Halo going, keeping the energy going Definitely. until it does bounce back because it absolutely can bounce back. Like it's it's crazy it will. The, it will. the presence that Halo has. Like Master Chief, if you go to like I went to Fan Expo, which is basically like a Comic Con but in mm-hmm. Toronto. And uh, Master Chief is everywhere. Like they they put him in like with you know Star Wars and these other massive franchises, anime. They just they throw in the chief, you know, like he's an icon of popular culture. Oh, still, yeah, so. Halo, Halo, and Master Chief is like Microsoft's baby. So it's well, not too. going anywhere. It's gonna be around, <laughs> especially with yeah. with Infinite dropping and the next generation consoles dropping. It's it's obviously, um, you know, I can't say with one hundred percent certainty, but as close as you can get to one hundred is is how I feel about it. I think it's gonna. It's gonna come back with a vengeance, and it's gonna it's gonna just blow up in a in a great way. Um, so so yeah, I mean I I'm excited and I'm hopeful. Obviously it's it sucks because um, right now we are in that interim period and we're kind of trying to fill in the gaps, like I was saying before. But yeah. um, I think there's plenty of avenues that can still be gone. You know that you can still go down, especially with you know these HCS grassroots tournaments, uh, some of these online events, and even for me just streaming. Like I've been doing a lot of streaming lately. Um, and I've been, you know, enjoying Halo in, in other ways as well. Um, and just to touch back on the bland gaming stuff, it's not just, you know, just to quickly touch on it, it's not just some random rinky-dink online tournaments. They're actually, the production is really on point. Yeah. Um, if you want, go to my Twitter and check out my, my feed, and you'll see some of the highlight videos that they've made. Um, so it's, you know, there, there's people really stepping up right now, and I think it'll pay off for them. Um, and speaking for Halo, I, I like I said, for the 10th time, I'm super hopeful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can understand the unattractive aspect of Halo right now because it's at a lower point. People are moving on to other games. But at the same time, that's kind of an opportunity for people. If you want to get into Halo, this is kind of a good moment to do so. It's kind of a blue ocean. You have the open opportunity to start your own project. And yes, it's a smaller community, but it also means that your position in there can become very valuable very quickly, potentially as well. So, you know, try to take advantage of even when it looks rough, you can kind of try to take advantage of that opportunity. Um, Yeah. Uh, the other thing I noticed on your Twitter, I'm not sure if you're actually using it. A lot of pro players have been getting them in the mail, but we got a Scuff Prestige controller. I'm a big fan of controllers. Oh, baby. Uh, a huge nerd. I got my own Scuff Prestige as well. I got the, oh, there we go. I got the there blue There we one. go. The red Let's and blue, go. baby. Halo colors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but what do you think of the controller? Are you using it? Do you have like uh, like a specific way that you play? Or uh, Yeah, tell me about it. So I definitely use it. I've been okay. using a scuff controller for as long as I can remember. Are you not gonna um, sell them to me here? It's... Yeah. Oh, P.S. Use code Goofy for five percent off your scuff. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I've been a big advocate for scuff for for a multitude of years. Um, the scuff prestige for sure is a is a controller. As soon as I held it and I kind of pressed the bumpers and moved the joysticks around, I knew it was a good controller. Just because, and I'll and I'll kind of hold on to it, but just because. Um, I don't know. I had some problems with the like the, the scuff in 
what was it the infinity controller stuff infinite infinity. yeah the infinity one with me the i guess the way i i because I, I play bumper jumper in halo so i really get down and dirty on these joysticks like i really kind of press them hard and use them a lot so um on some of the older scuffs i would have trouble with with the bumpers kind of getting loose or the bumpers um getting mashed in a little bit so i'd have to press it hard but with the scuff prestige that's not the case i think they really improve the quality of the material that they're using um and and in response to how i use a controller i claw so i've never okay. needed like you'll see like I, I took out all of the the paddles right so yeah, there's no more yeah. paddles there so yeah. for me it's just all I need is just a good controller that's sturdy and that, you know, I like having some grips on it. So it has grips on the back. Uh, the joysticks have grip on them. So, I mean, it's a good, it's a definitely a great controller and I would recommend it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what you were referencing about the bumpers though, I completely agree. Like I was looking around trying to see if I had one like near me, but the, they were generation two controllers, the older mm -hmm. scuff controllers, they had different bumper design and they break yeah. easily. The, the yeah. plastic there kind of, uh, yeah, like breaks off the button will still work, but the casing will fall off. Exactly. So you Put a piece of tape there and it's yeah it's inconvenient yeah. on top of that you have the face plate you can pull that off now and then you change the sticks a little more easily than you did in the past where you had to like take the little key thing and like unravel yeah. It whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's pretty it. cool good to see that you're you're running that uh and then yeah you said you're clawing so you i i personally think that's kind of the way to go with this one because the the these are good they work but they also take up a lot of space it changes mm -hmm. the way that holding the controller feels so yeah you get a good grab on it with the and it's uh, crazy because uh going back to, to my start in halo 3 uh back in like 2009 when i really started grinding the game in 2010 and stuff i actually never clawed i, I okay. always just I, I did like a semi-claw where i held a controller normally but like i would still move my index finger down uh -huh. sometimes do you always um, have two fingers on no no sorry I, no no it was like this so okay, and i would, so and really I would still yeah i would really yeah. do it like and it was comfortable yeah. to me at the time but huh. then um, Halo 5 came out, and I and I was grinding that game in the beginning with with my team at the time. And Halo 5, and I was never going to use paddles. It was out of the question for me. I could just couldn't get comfortable with it. Okay. So Halo 5 forced me to start playing Claw. Um, and being that deep into my Halo career and making such a drastic change, yeah. Like just thinking back about it, it definitely seemed like it would have been hard, and it was hard. Um, and then you know once Halo 5 ended and we went back to Halo 3, it was kind of weird clawing. In Halo 3 because I never did it before. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know why I even brought the story up, but it's funny because it was like it went full circle and ended up winning a tournament after completely changing the way I hold the controller. So yeah, that's yeah, great. But yeah. I think that's actually an important point. It's like uh, you know a lot of people that's kind of the the difference between them getting to the next level and not quite getting there is is whether or not they're willing to learn paddles or learn claw to kind of you know mitigate some of these issues. Like Halo Five kind of forces you to do it because there's so much to work with. Yeah. Uh, Halo Three maybe not as necessary, but the process that you went through learning that I'm sure is really great in kind of advancing your gameplay in every other game. Right? You kind of yeah. retrain the way you play. It also kind of changes the position of your thumb. I find on the stick. Right, yeah. it feels like lower or something. Mm -hmm. So like that mm -hmm. whole process is, it's kind of a good learning experience and I think kind of trains your your brain to apply itself, you know, better in other situations as well, so. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so what I wanna do is take a trip down memory lane here. We're gonna talk a bit about your Halo career uh, because today you're a Halo Classic champion alongside Ryan Noob, Gabriel Gilkey. You're not dropping, did you drop a series? I don't think you dropped a series. We did not drop a series. Dude, that's crazy. So in one of the most stacked events I think we've seen since the return of Halo 3, um, and you've been a prominent member of Halo Esports for a long time now, but where did it all begin for you? How did you first get into Halo? So um, it obviously, just like everyone else, it's a long story, so I'll try to keep it short, but uh, I never played Halo 2. 
I never I never played matchmaking. The notorious game. You played Everyone's it all. Favorite. No, like I mean, Damn. obviously in the course of now looking back, I've played games here and there, but sure. In the in the years of Halo Two, I never played it. Right. Okay. Um, and I was never even that big in video games in general, to be honest. Um, and when the Xbox 360 came out and Halo Three came out, um, my brother, my older brother, um, he's six years older than me, and he's always been into esports and gaming as well. Um, we we got the Xbox. Uh, we got Halo 3, and we would just play matchmaking, like Social Slayer or Team Slayer, random game types. Um, and I was always, like, really good at the game. And I would always, I had, like, a weird addiction to the game, like, where I enjoyed Everybody it. Everybody did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I would come, and I was in school, so I, I would come home from school, um, and I would just get on the game. I would come home yeah. from school and get on the game all, every single day, and I was getting really good at it. And my older brother did, you know, he's always been good at, like, doing research for random stuff. He he. He found these tournaments and he found he found out about MLG and he told me he's like, hey, um, their new season is gonna start. It was two thousand it was two thousand eight at the time. He was telling me about two thousand nine. Um, he's like, you know, the first event's gonna be in Meadowlands. Uh, you know, there's gonna be all these pro players there. You should really try to go. And um, and me and him convinced my parents, and he had a chaperone, so he came with me. Uh, Man, for like he the did first... everything. This oh, is dude, he's the he's the he's the MVP for sure. Yeah, and he's six um, years older too because he, he could drive you there. He could you know yeah, get the parents on, yeah, on exactly. your side. Yeah, exactly. I was I was like How what four at the time? Uh, 14, probably okay. fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. and uh, we went to Meadowlands. It was my first ever tournament. I went with complete you know, just like me. There were nobody you know nobody in the in the community or in the scene yet, and we actually made it to the last round in AM bracket, my first tournament ever. Which is at the time it was a pretty pretty hard to do to be honest because back in 2009 2008 2009 even getting top tw like 32 top 24 was like a big deal um and then after that tournament um you know long story short i, I hopped around teams until i finally got on my pro team uh, a pro team at the end of 2009 um and the rest was history like i, I my first ever tournament was Meadowlands 2009 mlg and i never missed a tournament up until like halo 2 anniversary really? uh where I got it, where I started getting into my college courses, some of my upper level courses, and I had a couple exams on a day that a tournament was, so I couldn't go, and that led to like a bunch of other complications down the road. So up until like sometime in Halo Two anniversary, I never missed a tournament. Um, and then after that, obviously there was um, you know Halo Five came around, and I was in and out of that game too, just because I was trying to start my career and kind of finishing up school still. And uh, now I'm finally at a point in my life where. You know, stuff has steadied off, and I'm in a routine now. I do go to work full time. I work uh -huh. 40 hours a week. Like I have an actual career job, um, but it allows me to have a good routine. So, you know, I wake up in the morning at like 6 a.m. By the time I'm home and done with the gym, it's like 6 6:30 p.m. And then I'll just get on Halo and start streaming for a couple hours every day. So, um, it's been pretty consistent for the past month or so, and I hope to continue it um, down the road and just keep building my, you know, keep building my brand, keep building my following and my supporters. And, you know, who knows, maybe by the time Infinite comes out, I can have like a, a big stream or maybe I'll get into YouTube videos. And I, I, I really want to do all this stuff. And I've been, um, you know, committed to it recently. And, I, and I've been very good about my motivation. But I don't know about you. It's really easy to lose motivation sometimes. Oh, yeah. So I think for me, it's more so training myself to be disciplined rather than motivated because motivation comes and goes, but discipline can stay forever. So um i just gotta kind of keep that mindset and keep moving forward in that direction hopefully you know i can i can do what i what i dream of doing which is just kind of staying in esports and kind of staying involved with with uh with gaming
Dude, word. That was that was very well said. So I actually just thought you were going to give me like, how did you get into Halo? And then we we go through your history, but you gave me the, the whole thing, which was great, though, uh, which I'm, I'm going to dive into like specific things there as well uh, mm. as to what you talked about. But um, incredible just kind of how disciplined, like if that's your, your regular schedule, getting up at like 6 a.m., doing your full time job, going to the gym and grinding Halo like that's that's pretty incredible that you have that kind of discipline and that's that's the big thing that you said is just being disciplined over motivation motivation wanes it's it's mm -hmm. you know it's back and forth it's hard to stay motivated i struggle with this ever since ac man i've been like all over the place my energy yeah. levels like in ac i'm like 100 percent. i'm loving it and then then it's done and now halo's back to you know just nothing's going on exactly. and i'm like yeah. shit what you know what am i doing with my life now yeah exactly mm -hmm. so just being disciplined, working hard and accomplishing your, you know, those little goals every single day so that you can build up those motivation levels and give your best work when you need to. You're not always kind of, yeah, hard on yourself. So really great that you, uh, you kind of already mastering that and you're still a young guy, you're trying. still 25, man. you're working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's important that you're doing that now. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go back a little bit because, of course, so you started in MLG Metal Lens. Uh, I have your teams here too. You're in hot pursuit. Oh, baby, that's, uh, that's a throwback that the team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so I got this quickly improved from there. Uh, you were you joined Severance for a 19th place, place finish at Columbus, and then you played on end results, yeah. uh, landing 21st at Dallas, and then you broke into the top 16 for the first time on a team called Surprise. We're in top 16. 16. <laughs> anyway, I was trying to make a stupid joke uh, at MLG Anaheim, and then you placed 13th there. So 13 at Anaheim, 13th again in Orlando, and then in 2010, this is the, the one thing I wanted to highlight, was things really started to change for the better. It was when you, Break, Cypher, and Nightmare formed a team called Warriors, which later popped off. So how, how did Warriors come together? Tell me a bit about that team. Uh, and in the background, what we're gonna show is Triggers Down versus Warriors at Columbus, where you guys had the, yeah, so this is just the oh, game. Oh, what play. an epic game. Oh, we'll show the clip. oh Don't my worry. God, y'all aren't even ready. Even if you've already <laughs> seen it, you're still not ready. Yeah, no, um, even how it came together and then and then we can get into this match i'll be quite honest with you i don't remember the exact details of how everything panned out and how that team formed um but i do remember cypher was a big like a big name player at the time uh he, he had gotten third place i believe that same season i think he was on bth with the and again it is rusty it's been so long but cypher was definitely that big ticket player for us that once we picked up people on the like in the top eight Teams even started noticing like uh, the other players, like who's Cypher teaming with? Oh, Goofy, Break, or uh, you know all these these players. Um, and Monster, it was right. Goofy, it was Break, Monster, and and Cypher. Correct. Or uh, well, so in this game specifically, that's the, sorry, that's where you started. Yeah. So it yeah, was Break, so Monster, Cypher. Uh, sorry, Break, Nightmare, and Cypher. Sorry, yeah, Break, Nightmare, and Cypher. And um, Nightmare and Cypher were always good friends. Uh, and and Nightmare really wanted to team with us. Uh, so we he got Cypher to play with us, and we and we scrimmed, and we were really good. And we formed that initial Warriors team, uh, and we ended up getting uh, top twelve at our first event together. And funny story is at that tournament we played against Ryan Noob's team. <laughs> right so uh, we, uh, and they were actually up 5 to 3 on us in the series and we came back and beat them game 11 to to get top 12. So Ryan Noob's team was up on us in the series 5 to 3 and then we we came back and beat them 6-5 and we got top 12 and then we lost to some good team for top 8. So following that tournament um myself and Break wanted to you know take a next step and and we wanted to make a team change that would really elevate our team. And uh, we recruited Nocturnal Colonel, who was also a very, you know, well-known player at the time that it, it, people around the community knew was, a, you know, knew was a very solid and talented player. So we picked him up and we needed a fourth. 
and we, we, you know, I contacted Ryan Noob and, you know, we had just played each other the last tournament. So we had that kind of mutual respect and we played as a team, me, break nocturnal colonel and Ryan Noob. And we instantly clicked. We were, we were playing matchmaking MLG plays when it, at the time it was very populated and everyone played it. Pro players were always playing it. And yeah. we kept matching against parties of four that were really good players. And we kept beating them, kept beating them. And we, you know, we were really excited. And, you know, next thing, you know, we made the team and we showed up to this tournament and, and we popped off. Long story short, like we played so well. Look at that, that 50th. We, I just talked oh, over it. I'm sorry. We no, no, no. It's okay. We're going to play it with the full audio. We have it as okay, a separate perfect. clip. So don't worry about but, it. Uh, but yeah, you know, and we, we had a great tournament. We played a bunch of good teams. We clutched it up so many times. Even this series against Triggers Down, we were down five to three in the series. So, you know, we won game nine, won game 10, won game 11. It was a big battle. And, uh, even, and then we played BTH for top six. And went all the way to game five, but lost to them. And then we beat uh, Carbon in Constellation, which is Walshy, Nated, Best Man, and Defy, I think. Damn. We beat them for, for fifth place like in console. So people, didn't, people don't know that, actually. Our Constellation match went to game five as well, and it was actually kind of sweaty. Uh, and it was like Walshy, Nated, Best Man, Defy, like yeah. all these big... In 2010, these guys, you know, even still, but at the time, they, right. were, they were big dogs on the scene, yeah. so... We took them out for fifth place, so we ended the tournament on a on a happy note. Um, because most of the times when your tournament's over, you're coming off of a loss, so you're like, damn, like. But that sure. time our tournament ended, and we played our console match and got fifth, so we ended the tournament on a win. Um, okay. And yeah, it was it was just man, that's to this day. You were on the map from that day, dude. Yeah, forward, yeah, man. for sure. Look look at my yeah. look at my look at that. <laughs> Let's Matador, go. Matador, bold player, goofy, Columbus, 2010. That's so Columbus. sick. Yeah, there now I see it. I see it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it was to this day, it definitely was one of the, my favorite weekends of my whole life. Like it was yeah. that, that, I can't get the speaker tag back on. Hold on. Yeah. We're going to get, it's like a magnet thing. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You're good. So, <laughs> so to this day, that, that, that game 11 and hitting that snipe and hearing the, the crowd, like the whole Dude. dome stadium, like everyone going crazy. And I still remember like after the series, I went to the bathroom and there were so many random people like coming up to me like, dude, what the hell Can't just happened? Get to the washroom. <laughs> and it, I was just, you know, like a little, a little kid, like I was 16 at the time. And this Jeez. was all like a dream to me, you know, like yeah. legitimately it was like a dream come true. Um, and, and yeah, that's, it's definitely going to be one of my favorite memories in my entire life. I think it was just something that I'm going to cherish forever. And yeah, um, it, was, it was a great, great time. So, so you, Ryan Noob, Brake, and Nocturnal Colonel, and all of this culminated into that one final moment, you with the sniper on pit. Tony, let's roll the clip with audio. Check it out. Right. So, dude, mm. the, the audience, Kills. man, it's so raw. It's like right in your face. You can hear everything, like the energy. And you hit way more snipes than that as well in the background. People were freaking out about you way earlier. But it was just ending the game with that final, like, quick quick shot, uh, quick scope, headshot. Uh, man, yeah, just tell me about it. I mean, you already kind of got into it, but just yeah. that, that feeling. Man, to be uh, honest, when I look back at the video, I'm 
uh, I'm such a jerk. I'm like, man, I wish I would have hit that two for one to end the game. Right. You know, you know how right here, like you'll see, keep the clip, keep the clip rolling yeah, right yeah. here. I pull out the sniper. I have OV. Right. And you two have guys like low key line up almost. So I hit one of them. They they're both back down, and I was just in my bag. Like I was in my zone. I hit that snipe. I, you don't even see a reaction out of me. Oh, I know. Um, and and honestly, this what I'm doing right now is a horrible play. <laughs> like the fact that I'm pushing up into cuts. Just like wasting right, all my grenades, and, and I'm already like yeah. I'm already weak right here. Like I'm already, yeah. and there's two guys in there, so I probably would have died if, if my team didn't get the last kill. So, um, just looking back at it, I laugh about you know different situations that could have panned right. out, but I I wouldn't want it any other way. Like getting that crazy snipe, and then my teammate like you hear uh, hysteria. Oh, they got me! They got me! I'm dead! Like you hear right, him say that, yeah. and then we all just stand up and start screaming, and yeah. and man. I, I'm still lost for words looking at it and, and, and realizing that that happened. So it was freaking amazing. It's, it's a time we're all praying that we can get back as as far as Halo goes. Yeah. Like, even when you just said that moment where uh, you were playing online multiplayer and everybody was playing matchmaking, you would match teams of four all the time and you could kind of really test your skill up against them. You don't have to put together the... I mean, you probably also did the custom games, but, like, yeah. just the fact that it was so populated, everybody was playing, it was just a, a totally different time. You're just getting yeah. match after match. That yeah. just sounds amazing. Like when you say and that, I, I'm reminiscing, you know? For sure. And I can get into specifics about like how or, you know, why that, that arrow is so successful that I don't want to get into necessarily right now. And I, and I'm, yeah. I am confident in, in the people that are working on the game and, and how it's going to progress in the future of, of Halo esports and all that stuff. But I think a big factor also at the time, I'll just kind of give one example, was the ranking system. So in Halo 2 and Halo 3, the ranking systems, the ranking systems were so notorious and worked so well with the game. Um, I think I think after Halo 3's ranking system, it kind of I don't know. I think they were trying new 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 things and new routes, right. and 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 maybe in in like on paper it seemed like it would work, or for other games it worked, but for Halo, it, I feel like it didn't really have that same appeal. So hopefully, I'm hopeful that in in Halo Infinite, the ranking system will be rewarding, and it's going to be something that that works for the players in the game. Um, and that's just like a little side note I wanted to throw in in case anybody is listening to me in Halo. Please put a good ranking system I in like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, something that really incentivizes competition and that you come back and you play and you feel rewarded for the time that you're putting in, right? Yeah, do you was... remember getting your 50? Like, how how amazing I did felt? it because <laughs> I oh. didn't get a 50. I was, I was a scrub back in Halo 3 days. I played it socially. Like, I was, I was playing BTB, Social Slayer, whatever. Okay, okay. But I respect the the achievement. So Yeah, it, man, uh, it was just the best feeling when you were, yeah. like, a, a noob. Or even if you weren't a noob, but you were, like, a new player and you're just grinding, right. you're grinding, and you have to be, like, go through all these tough players to finally get that 50 yeah. and it was a feeling like that was it was so rewarding and i feel like since halo 3 and especially in halo 2 because like i said i never played it but i know a lot of the people i interact with and i've met through halo obviously everyone's played halo 2 almost so halo 2's ranking system people loved so much and halo 3 i loved so much and so did like a lot of people um i just think after halo 3 the ranking system kind of dwindled a little bit um and i hope that it'll it'll be something more rewarding in the future what do you think it is, as far as not even to get in a whole discussion about it, but you think of Halo 5's ranking system is still very competitive. You've got different tiers. You've got champion mm -hmm. for the top players, which I guess seems like that would be good, hypothetically yeah. speaking. Yeah. What do you think it is that didn't quite hit home? Is it too yeah. complex? Because like, I, I, like between Onyx and Champion, you get like 1,500. And you don't really know what you're looking at. And it goes yeah. like 1535 and It could, like, it could and be so many things, but if you know, I had like, to kind of narrow it down, I get... I don't know because Should it just be and maybe and maybe it is maybe some people did like it maybe I'm just like a, a romanticizing. No, a lot of time, people will right? tell you that the ranking system was yeah like it's not just you for sure. Okay, so so, so if I had to point at something, I would just 
I don't know. I would just say the the one through fifty ranking system. And again, I keep saying this because I, I kind of want to have a something to cushion it with, but it's just some. Maybe it's because I grew up with the the ranking system, and so did all these other players that advocate for it. Because um, right. you don't really hear, you know, like Shotzi and Frosty or any of these players necessarily complaining about it. It's more so like the older pros saying, "Man, bring back one through fifty, bring back oh, right, one through right, fifty. Right, right, right. So yeah. I don't know. I don't want to speak out of term necessarily, and I'm not just saying that. Just be, I, I genuinely don't want. I don't have a solid enough opinion or or statements to or, to back it up, but. It's just a personal personal feeling for me that um, the one through fifty ranking system was very rewarding and and maybe you're right maybe it was too complex the way they did the champion and onyx and you never really knew unless you were like in the champions you never really knew what rank onyx was what or maybe yeah in uh, multiple tiers through as opposed to just being a number and you're constantly working up like mm-hmm. uh, you know to that that top score. Uh, on, on top of the fact that there's kind of a completionist aspect that went with hitting fifty right you don't have like I guess one through 200 is like only 200 people at a specific period of time can be champions, right? Yeah, and then they reset it. But exactly. as opposed to like you hit 50, you have completed it. You are a champion. You are yeah. a great player. You yeah. have achieved a 50. Next exactly. playlist. Next exactly. playlist, exactly. you know? And it's not so that you can't lose it. You can still lose a 50. Right. You know? yeah. right. So maybe it has to do with the completionist aspect of it as well. The fact that this this champion thing is always this like malleable state. It's always fluctuating. You don't know where you land. It resets itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, something there's something rewarding about a 50 and also not to say that it's easier in any way but it more people can get 50s than people yeah. can sit at that champion threshold yeah. so you get more people you know being rewarded and feeling successful as a result of their grind so sure. maybe that's that's a big part of it too so maybe you know maybe we got some good insight here for 343 we're throwing it maybe, out there maybe <laughs> Now I have I have a lot of stuff I can get into. I don't know how much time we have for this stuff. Uh, of course, you competed in Reach as well. You had some solid performance there. I did some research on you on YouTube, and I found a one v one with you against APG, where you just totally dunked on the guy. You uh, you got a perfection on him. We got a little bit of this in the background, uh, and it also kind of expands into a topic about what you thought of Reach and whatnot. But what what happened here? You just was this your thing? One v ones in Reach? Was that like Man. your go? So people don't know, I was a little, uh, I was a little one v one kid, uh, especially in Reach. Uh, I would always play one v ones, and I actually, uh, like Ninja was really big in one v ones too, and like he was super, super into one v ones. Like he would play them all the time. I think his game battles or whatever rank was like first and stuff. And one time before I got cool with him, I went into his stream and and uh, like challenged him to play me in a That's best of three one v one, and and actually like beat him. I think two zero. Um, and, and because of that, I, I guess some of the other pros wanted to play me as well. Like I played formal and one V ones, I played APG and, you know, Ryan noob and random players. Um, but yeah, this going back to this game, it was just one of those Perfection. games where everything <laughs> went right for me that could have went right. And everything probably went wrong for APG because I mean, getting a perfection is it's freaking tough, you know, like yeah. you're, you're bound to get one kill. So I, after I hit like the seven or eight kill mark, I definitely got really nerdy and I was like, I'm going to try to get a perfection here. <laughs> and uh it just yeah it worked out and and just to answer your question a little bit about halo reach as well um i i'll be honest uh, when i remember playing the beta for the first time in halo uh, when halo reach released it and instantly i i at the time i did not have a good taste in my mouth from it like I, right i i instantly felt like it didn't feel like halo it felt kind of clunky it felt kind of um like out of character almost for the game um, but I think as as the settings moved forward, especially towards the end with no bloom, no sprint, that was that was a great game type or a great great settings for the game. But uh, yeah, I, I have no reason to to lie about it. I definitely didn't did not enjoy it as much as I did with Halo Three. 
Um, but it, it was still a game, it was still Halo, uh, and I still had a lot, you know, a, a lot of com- competitions ahead of me with all the tournaments lined up and everything. So I definitely grinded the game. I like you said, I had some good placings. I, I had some great achievements and accolades in the game, but um, it, it wasn't one of my favorites in terms of of Halos. But uh, a lot of right. people enjoyed it, and I, I I enjoyed it as far as competition because it's it's still competitive Halo. But um, you know, it's a uh, if 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 we decide to move forward with Halo Reach in the future of Halo until until Infinite comes out. I think it would be kind of refreshing to some people, but um, depending on what settings we play, it could it would be a very important conversation to be had. I think because I think what what we have with Halo Three is is great. Um, and obviously, I I'm the one hundred percent the most biased person to say that, <laughs> but sure. uh, I, I do think that Halo Three as a as a spectator sport, uh, sorry, spec, spectator video game is great. Like when mm-hmm. whenever it's a land tournament. And you have good commentators and good matches. It's so hype to watch a good Halo, like a good series in Halo Three. Yeah. Um. So if 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 it was my vote, I would keep Halo Three going. Um. And obviously, we're still doing Halo One and Halo Five tournaments too, with like at these events. But we'll see what happens in the future of Halo uh, until Halo Infinite. But you know, yeah. as far as this one v one goes, going back to the one v one, yeah, it was just uh, it was brutal, man. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just watching you dub on ABG in the background and just talking whatever. Basically, I like the discipline with the uh, the jetpack though. You're not really going for it too much. Like you just have it just to have it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll just do random jumps with it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as you were saying with with Halo Reach and the settings, so one thing I know for sure is it is competitive settings, no blue, no sprint. So you're gonna get that out of the gate. Like there's gonna be a playlist, hardcore playlist for that from day one. So you shouldn't have to worry about that because I, I okay. believe that's already confirmed announced. Okay. Um, so does that make you a little bit more, you know, I guess not necessarily excited, right? But looking forward to like it's refreshing, like you said. It's yeah, 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 yeah. I I do think it'll be refreshing and yeah. regardless. But but hearing you say that it is confirmed already by Noble Mosman, that definitely is a very it's positive. Better positive uh news to me like i'm very happy to hear that because yeah. i think no bloom no sprint played really well so it will be refreshing um and uh, i think you know it definitely will have potential to be something new and exciting do you play any mouse and keyboard yourself or are you gonna stick to the control i dabble i dabble, dabble. yeah i've played <laughs> you uh, got a little yeah. i've played a fair share of csgo counter-strike um huh. i played a fair share of fortnite on pc i actually just recently bought like a pretty pretty beast of a pc so uh, i can switch up from this one I think APG's had enough. Twelve <laughs> kills in. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had um, uh, yeah, I have. I, I invested in a pretty good desktop recently, and and because of that, I started playing some some games on PC, Fortnite, Counter Strike, but nothing too too much and too vigorous. I just I, I'm good enough to kind of use it and get used to it. I think. Are you worried about it at all? If if it becomes part of competitive, I mean, of course, we see success for players like Snipe Down and Apex, so it still seems like there's. Yeah, there's... I think. I think. For players that are so advanced in the way to think about movement and how Halo works, I I don't think they'll be. It, it's going to be a big change, probably one of the biggest changes that pros have had to adjust to if it does go to mouse and keyboard. Right. Which again, we really have no idea yeah. of what it's yeah. going to be. But in this in this alternate world where it is the reality, um, yeah, I think I think all the pros and all the players that, that can do it, whether they whether they want to plug in a, a controller to the PC. I don't think it would be that huge of a detriment just because Halo is more about your movement and your decision making as compared to your shot. Right. Um, so I still team think strategy top, as well. It's very yeah, team based. Education and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I still think the top players would be the top, but I'm sure there would be some some new faces. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be very interesting. A big change, something we haven't seen for Halo, but also exciting too. It brings in a new community, so mm-hmm. it's uh, the conversation going. You also mentioned Ninja as well. He's a big 
uh, Halo Reach 1v1 kid, uh, but you competed with him in Halo 4 and you won your first championship with Ninja. Did you guys get really close? You guys were were playing uh, doubles together as well. I saw that on YouTube and I've got that clip that we can show. Uh, tell me a bit about your time <laughs> with Ninja. Did you know this man was going to explode at the time? Like, uh, tell me a bit about your relationship. Um, yeah, me and Ninja are definitely, um, I mean, we don't talk like, on a day-to-day -day basis, but right. but we're definitely very good friends and and we, we, we were really close when we teamed and I think we still are very close. Obviously, you know, life has been different for each of us, so we've been doing our own things. But um, and then to answer your question, as far as if I knew he was gonna be a a freaking mogul celebrity, I definitely <laughs> no one could have guessed that. But yeah. the, man, if anybody deserved it, he deserved it. Just because I still remember to this day, and, and you know, um, first of all, he he put in the time, he put in the work, he put in the effort, right? So um, he he deserved it in that sense. But secondly, just because. I still remember, man, like even when I was teaming with him and when, before I was teaming with him, but I was still friends with him, like people, pro players and, and just the community would give him a hard time sometimes and kind of just, I don't want to say hate on him because he would just be so big. Like his stream would always be with the one pulling numbers, but at tournaments, he wouldn't be necessarily winning them. So people would kind of like low key hate on the guy. Um, and I just think it's kind of funny slash interesting that now that he's like blown up and he's like everyone's favorite person that... The same people that hate hate you when you're down, they'll love you when you're on top. Right, so. right. <laughs> but, he's got uh, money now. He's got yeah, power. <laughs> yeah, but but That's he's a great guy, and I'm if anybody deserved it, he did because he he's genuine and he puts in the work. So I'm happy yeah. for him. Yeah. So do you think he's coming back? What do you think? Okay. So this is my. I think 100% when Halo Infinite comes out, he will be playing Halo Infinite, and sure. he's gonna stream it, and it's gonna what be is? a. Yeah, I think that's 100%. But as far as if your question is, is he going to come back to compete in the game? I don't think so. I don't think but he's going to reach even playing that on the side. Because, you know, he's got the whole partnership with uh, Microsoft. Now he's on Mixer. Yeah, and if he so did I, you watch it, when, got he, some... when he released his like Mixer announcement, there was like a little Master Chief head. In I the know, video. right? There's teases everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I do going, think... I'm going back to my roots. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, I do think there's something there. And yeah. there's something going to happen. But uh, who knows as far as going to tournaments and stuff. He's, he's already has so many different lanes to worry about in terms of his his business life um but he's definitely i think he's going to show love to halo infinite and he's gonna or halo reach or whatever and he's gonna promote it yeah 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 we, we don't really even need him competing just his presence there is huge he can cast I, i've seen ninja casting fortnite before he could jump in on the analyst desk or do yeah. something like his personality being there will it'll make halo blow up in a way that oh yeah you know, needs to so that's always exciting as well um so yeah you've, you've had a, a hell of a road there you said halo 5 things kind of you know changed for you i remember at the beginning of halo 5 you were like popping off in your live stream from what i remember i remember you being like pretty big you're getting like I choked honestly 100 viewers or something yeah. and then you didn't quite yeah like you kind of i don't want to say you disappeared but i don't know where goofy went and then goofy comes back for halo 3 and all of a sudden you're like a legend again so <laughs> maybe fill in the gaps you said you, there was like school and life and so and you don't have to get personal if anything's yeah. personal I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty. If I could have gone back and continued, like I was making YouTube videos, I was like making vlogs, I was yeah. streaming, I was doing all this stuff, and I was kind of ahead of the curve a little bit because yeah. it, not a lot of people were doing it at the time. And I, I, I don't know. I definitely kicked myself for for not being consistent with it. And I, and just like anything in life, if you got to learn your lesson, you got to you got to learn from your mistakes. And I do consider, I do consider it a mistake that I did not continue down that path of content creation and streaming and stuff but again like hindsight is always 2020 right so all i can do now is learn from it and and hope to 
kind of be disciplined like we were talking about before and, and just use the platform that I have to kind of expand my opportunities. Yeah. So, which yeah. is the best way to look at it, I think. Did you, but did you like Halo 5 at the time? Because that's a big part of it too. You shouldn't grind through something that's not like you're not ultimately passionate about. I'm sure you had a lot going on to kind of decide where, where you wanted to go and whatnot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Halo 5 was in the beginning, it was a little, a little questionable <laughs> with breakout and all these yeah. game types and stuff. But <laughs> as far as how much money was on the line and, and there was a lot of competition as well, um, yeah. I definitely enjoyed it. But I mean, I'll be quite frank, I definitely wasn't one of the top players at the you know in the game uh, i do think i was very skilled and i was good enough to make runs in tournaments when it mattered and i did a couple of times in different land events for halo 5 but right. um i i definitely i i cheated the grind a little bit i didn't put in all you know my full effort in terms of practicing in terms of getting better in terms of example you know watching other pro players streams and seeing right. what they do you know which right. i did a lot for like halo 3 and halo reach so the proof is right there and then the evidence is for why that level of success or whatever it wasn't there is also evident to me so um but yeah i enjoyed it it was a fun game um not as like i'm just not a big advocate for all these abilities in in competitive halo i think halo is a, is a very for me again and, I'm, and i am biased and i'm probably seeing it from only one lens whatever whatever but yeah uh, i think i think halo is a game that is uh, at, at its optimal when it's you know it's like classic style halo where you don't have sprint you don't have thruster and jetpack you just your movement dictates how your gameplay is going to be and your shot um i don't know i can get into this conversation for for hours but I, i'm a I big i'm a big yeah. advocate for halo sticking to its roots and being classic gameplay i yeah. think that's the best yeah. viewer experience too yeah i i think um I, and the, the argument goes on and on and on. I, I think Halo 5 has just kind of changed the formula. I don't I, I don't like the camp where it's like worse or better. I feel like yeah. what's worse or better yeah. at this point is very subjective. Mm -hmm. But it's very obvious that it changed the formula of the game. It's a yeah. game that now movement mechanics are very important. They're very valuable. You have to be very good yeah. at them. Whereas back in classic Halo, shooting was the main aspect. Yes, you have movement. You have very you know advanced movement routes and, and whatnot. Yeah, but it was teamwork more, and stuff. Uh, yeah. And teamwork and landing your shot. Um, the big mm -hmm. thing with Halo 3, and I've been... I've, trying to work on a video in the background but there's a strategic pacing to halo 3 that is not really present in halo 5 because of the, the abilities that you have give you this aggro option where you can fly yeah. at yeah. your opponents and the thing about that like shotzi <laughs> that's the thing is the the aggro option uh well it's like it's not the only thing you have to do you can do the classic stuff but when you're a player like shotzi when you're on splice and you're incredibly talented you got amazing reaction speed you got a crazy shot whatever you choose the aggro option nine times out of ten so you just get four coordinated players who fly and fly and fly exactly. and fly and then the, the typical strategic place pacing of classic halo where positioning is important yeah. and working with your team strategically and like the, the basic scenario that i thought of was like and I, i've said this over and over again now let's say you're in green hall in the pit and you're firing shots into a player on the opposite side of Green Hall. He backs down, you're winning that fight, but he backs down, tosses a nade against the wall to stop your approach. Depending mm -hmm. on the scenario, like he shouldn't be throwing that nade if you can get past it, but let's say mm -hmm. he throws that nade, you can't jump over it, right? Like that's the one classic Halo thing where yeah. like, you can't challenge that nade even if you're winning that fight, you'll take too much damage, you might die. Instead, it becomes strategic pacing. You you know, you know, wait there, you hold your reticle, you throw your own nades, you coordinate exactly. with your teammates, whatever it is. In Halo 5, you jump over that nade. You can sprint, yeah. slide jump over that nade, you can thrust back to get back to safety. So it's not to say that those abilities aren't difficult to do because there's plenty of nuance and there's talent and, and you know everything that goes into it. Exactly. But it's it another kind of game. skill, for sure. It's another, it's kind, another of kind of skill. And you can right. almost call Halo 5 like its own game. It's almost exactly. not, and yeah. again, I. I don't want to push anybody's buttons or anything because <laughs> I respect and I appreciate yeah. all these players that have freaking 
made so much money and done been so successful in Halo 5, but it's almost like a different game. And the example that you use, the scenario that you use to, to describe the difference, I think is very, very true. And it's a great way yeah. to explain the differences. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, uh, to each their own. Uh, I, I am confident and, and just like we, we, we spoke about in the beginning of this interview was I am hopeful and, and I am optimistic about the future of Halo with, with so much potential there, such a great community, such a great foundation. Yeah. Like everyone knows Halo, right? Everyone yeah. knows that Master Chief, everyone knows the story. Yeah. Um, I just think it's a matter of time, and I think that time is is approaching sooner than than a lot of people expect. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree there. I think it's the best mindset to have. But just as far as I guess you know, the the reasoning behind looking at the games that way, though, is I I think that the best thing that we can try to do is somehow create this culture of respect between both communities, right? Like having modern Halo fans respect what makes classic Halo, classic classic Halo, why it's so special, yeah. whereas classic Halo fans also recognizing and respecting that Halo Five is its own thing and it's yeah. special in its own right has created a whole community of people yeah. that are passionate about it. And you can't just ignore that as well. So how do you make another Halo game in the future that takes into consideration both of these populations makes maybe something that's the best middle ground or something that has everything for everyone, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Uh, that's what 343 kind of has to think about. It's just important that I think both of, we're basically like two communities, just kind of exactly. respecting each other and the Halos, for, you know, just understanding why we love them the way that we do and appreciating that. And we can yeah. create something, you know, powerful going forward. We can stay together instead of fighting amongst each other, which is the big for thing. For sure. I uh, completely but, agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, let's actually get into this event, though, which <laughs> was kind of the uh, the main topic beforehand, because Halo 3 comes back. You're playing Halo 3 now. You're amazing at Halo 3 now. You're back on the grind. Uh, tell me a bit about how that's been playing Halo 3 and then coming together with Lux and just having this crazy, just like out of nowhere. It seems like you guys came out of nowhere and just dominated. Uh, how, how do you go from, you know, getting back into Halo 3 and then forming this team and, and being so dominant? Yeah, so to answer the first part of your question, I've I'm a huge fan. Wow, look at those Yeezys. No, I'm joking. I'm a huge no, I mean, fan. check it out. This is the, this is the squad right here. Uh, Tommy like, and I were saying uh, Ryan Noob needed to get a better shirt, though, because all you guys are balling, and then Ryan Noob's just got this feet. Man, that's, that's Ryan Noob. We just let him, <laughs> we just let him be Ryan Noob. Like, look no. at you guys looking good. <laughs> this is badass. No. Yeah. Um, I actually want this this video. I'm going to request it later. But Tony uh, I am a... I'm a huge fan of Halo 3. I, when when it was announced that it's going to be played on the you know all these grassroots tournaments and they're gonna, there's actually going to be significant prize pools and you know it's going to be official uh, you know an official series of tournaments. I got really excited and you know I I hit up some of my some of my Halo friends like you know Gab and Ryan Noob and this is before all the tournaments even started and um, you know I just started grinding the game again um, recently. Like I told you, I've been streaming a lot, so that's been very fun and exciting. Um, and as far as how this team formed, um, you know, after the last tournament, myself and Ryan Newber were on the team with Cloud and Commonly. Um, we didn't do as as well as we wanted. We ended up getting like fifth or sixth, like top six, fifth, sixth place. With Sage and yeah, with Sage Esports. And right. after that tournament, there was the Red Bull two v two. So I was actually supposed to go with Ryan Noob initially, but he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to go. So I ended up. Going with and again like cloud no disrespect to cloud because he's an extremely talented hill three player and he's right. a national champ so i was excited and really happy to go with cloud so i went with cloud ryan did went with 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 commonly so it was still our sage roster but two and two sure um and we again we didn't do as well as we hoped and you know ryan Newman and commonly did a little bit better but uh, pretty much after that that red bull 2v2 i i spoke with ryan and and we both agreed that we needed a change and we needed to kind of do something um, different. Um, and again, I won't get into too many details, but 
long story short, you know, we contacted Gilkey, we contacted Gab, um, and we put this squad together, and instantly we, we all got along really well. We all respect each other as people and as players. And, um, you know, we just have we, our, game, our gameplay and our, the way we, our style of play complements each other. So, so that's, I've always been that kind of player in Halo 3, especially where um, I'm all about the win and I'm all about efficient, efficient play, efficient gameplay. So right. um, that's why I love playing with Ryan Noob. That's why I, I feel like I've always been successful with him because we kind of yeah. understand that on like a subconscious level almost. So it's almost like unsaid teamwork with him. Um, and same with Gabby and, and Gilkey. And, you know, when it, we, we showed up at the tournament and we were hot the whole weekend, like even in our warm ups. Seriously. Spent, yeah, even in our warm-up before the tournament started, we played against uh, like Trippy and Penguins team, and we were just on fire. And uh, we you know we started our pool play. We we beat uh, gold members in pools 3-0, and we got first in our pool, which set us up wonderfully. And you know we we beat our our uh, Aspire, I believe, was after that for the winners bracket final spot. Yeah. No, we beat we beat Ace and Demon D's team in the winners bracket, and then we beat Aspire. Mantra. Yeah. yeah, Mantra, and then we beat Aspire, and then we were in the winners bracket finals where we matched against gold members again. And uh, this time it was a it was a it was a harder series. Um, we were up two to one going into game four on slot flag, and we were up like four to zero or four to one on yeah. on gold members. And if we win that series, we secure a spot in the grand finals. And freaking sure enough, we they, they come back out. and they yeah. win game four. And I was just we were. Obviously, onslaught the flag they're good at though. They they beat you guys in the grands and onslaught as well. Yeah, I think they, they five would you guys. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what do you think it was? The, so, the... so the second time around it was a bad game. The first <laughs> okay. time around we had control of that game. We just blew it. Right, um, right, right. So yeah, we choked game four, and then going into game five, Amp Slayer. You know, we just dapped each other up, and you know, we said, hey, we you know, we know what to do. Let's play our game. Have good comms. Was that and, was that the uh, game where Ryan Noob just went wild? Like yeah, just I was gonna I was gonna get into that. So, yeah, yeah, Ryan Noob one thousand percent popped off that game. <laughs> Freaking dropped twenty four kills. Yeah, and like nine deaths or something. So he had a great game, and and we secured our spot to the grand finals. Um, and then you and then you know we just see Talk Talk Gaming, you know, fighting their way through loser bracket, beat this team, beat that team, beat this team, beat that team. Yeah, and then they're in the loser bracket finals. And uh, they match up against gold members, and unfortunately, we were really, really hoping to to get to get a shot at playing Tox, um, just because we, you know, you 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 touched on it. You wanted to, you want to play Tox, and you want to. Kind I was of, talking to Gilkey. Gilkey's like, it doesn't feel like a win unless we play Tox. I, is what I, he was saying. I, 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 Which I, is still a win, that. but like, yeah, I refute yeah. that. I, it they had to get there to play us. It's not it's, you know exactly. It's not a, yeah, exactly. So it's still we, it's still a, you you won that tournament definitively. Like there's nothing. Yeah, to yeah but I that. but 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 a little bit I do agree. Like you want to play yeah. that team, right? So right. we we were in the we were I think we were in a hotel room because I, the ven the way the venue was set up, like your hotels are right here, the venues right here, right? So after yeah. our after our winners bracket finals, we went up to our room and we were kind of chilling and we were watching the the losers uh, or the yeah the losers finals, and yeah, gold members were on fire. They took out Tox, and then you know we just. We we got in the zone again. We talked as a team and we went into that grand finals, knowing that it was it had a potential to be a long series. So one thing that we were all saying to each other and was just, hey, you know, treat it as a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, we don't want to burn ourselves out in the first few games. We want to make sure like we're playing calm and collective throughout the whole series. Yeah. And sure enough, it went to game seven. Um, and, and that was a, a very scary swing, Tony. If you feel free to show some in the background there, but you guys win the first two and then they win yeah. three in a row. And then you have to make your comeback. Like that's got to be a little frightening. Oh yeah, yeah. Like what's that like? And and this is actually the very end here. This is reminiscent of Warriors, dude. I was watching this and I'm Give like, me the snipe on an shit. elimination game. I know. Right? <laughs> you're, you're right back at it. It's like sniper on pit. This is literally like you you jump back to 2010. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was a sick series of. I wish I hit that double on Ola, but. Oh, that was sick. Um, yeah, so we made it to the grand finals, and like you said, we won the first two games. We were feeling great, and then Gold Members um, wins that Guardian Ball game three. Even though it felt like a very close back and forth game, they ended up clutching it out towards the end and won that game. They won game four, um, which was game four. Was game four the onslaught or was game five onslaught? Uh, wait, I got the actual series layout right here. So game okay. four was onslaught and then four five was onslaught. heretic. Yeah, so we, we lost a close game three and we're up to one. Then we get blown out game four and we're tied two two. And then we lose the heretic and we're down three two. And yeah, and, you know, and still like and we narrows know. And Gilkey goes, or no, no, not narrows. It was, uh, yeah, narrows flag. Narrows was it narrows flag. flag? Yeah, and then Gilkey goes off, right? Yeah, yeah. So. You know, we kept tell- telling each other that it was a long series, regardless of, of obviously we we're trying to win the series right then and there, but we're just trying to make sure everyone's on the same page. And, you know, we, we win game two in a very, like in a great way to win a game six, because it wasn't, we weren't going crazy and trying to get, get fly caps. We played it very meticulously and we played it very smart and we, and obviously Gilkey was popping off. So that helped. And, you know, we push it to that game seven. And when it's a game seven team slayer, Halo three, and you have eight, eight players that know how to play the game, it's, it's going to be, it, and either team could have won that game. I'll put it that way, For right? Sure. So, um, you know, some chips just fell our way, which allowed us to, and, you know, we took all the opportunities that were presented. We made the pushes that we needed to be made. And, and yeah, we just came out with, you know, victorious. And, and just to keep it short and sweet, I was extremely proud of, of the way everybody played that weekend. Um, extremely happy. And, and I was just confident with, with every series we went into. And, um, I couldn't be happier with how everything panned out, and and to win with that group of with that with those group of guys, it was it was a great great weekend. Yeah, I very deserved. I think you guys kind of shocked the world a little bit as well, because I mean, being on the analyst desk and just looking at the teams and seeing you guys be so dominant was incredible. But at the same time, we were all thinking like, who's going to run out of steam? You know, who's going to make it to Sunday and still play this well? Like, Fatal Ambition was one of those teams that was way up there in the top in the beginning. Uh, we were like, oh, they're they're looking like they could win this as well, but then they kind of totally lost steam by Sunday, which is what what you expect with these newer rosters. Like they can't hold it together. But Lux like did not falter for a second. You guys just got better and better. It was like it was wild to watch. So you, you created a whole new timeline for competitive Halo here. Hopefully you guys uh, stay together. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't know what the future brings as far as you know competitive Halo, but hopefully we get like a Dream Hack Atlanta or something. We can see a little bit more of this play out. Oh yeah, man. I definitely agree. And I thank you for the kind words. Um, like I said, I, I made a tweet after the tournament that, that that victory and that that event just meant so much to me just because and obviously like we're not oblivious to the fact that it is uh you know, I, I still think everyone's at their peak in terms of skill in Halo three and all these teams that, that were put together and especially with Tox included, they all were thinking they were gonna win. So at right. the end of the day it was a very competitive tournament. Yeah. Um, and, and for that reason alone, and just because Halo 3 is where I started and it kind of went full circle and for, for me and then for me and my team to kind of win this event the way we did and to show the just the dominance almost and the resilience that even when we were down in the series or down in a game, right. we would always just keep our heads on straight and just and do what we talked about. And uh, yeah, it was just very meaningful for me. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you guys, you were talking about forming the team and, you know, having good chemistry with everybody. You and Ryan Noob, I know you guys go way back. So you guys are kind of like a duo, right? You've won, you won the Halo 4 championship together as well. I believe you played with Gabriel previously. Was Gilkey, is this like a first time having Gilkey on the squad too? So this is the first time anybody on my team has teamed with Gilkey. Um, okay, there you so go. I've never teamed with him. Ryan Noob had never teamed with him and Gap had never teamed with him. So yeah. um, we, we picked him up as well and just knowing that what kind of player he is and what he brings to the table and you know, we were we were definitely right with our decision. Yeah, yeah. 
Man, uh, just incredible performance overall. I know I've taken a ton of your time at this point. It's uh, It's been like at least a, an hour with you here. Uh, I do want to keep talking to you, but I know the chat has a couple questions for you as well. So I'd like to see what the chat's up to. Um, and let's get some of these questions here. We got Big John S117 says, Goofy, is Ryan the nerdiest player you've ever teamed with? Short answer, yes. How so? It's Ryan new man. It's he, Ryan. New. <laughs> he, yeah, I know. There's a video on there's a video on YouTube somewhere or somewhere on the internet where Ryan New spawns in a four v they're scrimming, right? So it was Ryan Noob's team was scrimming against somebody else's team. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he literally it was on Halo Reach. Yeah, it was Halo Reach. He literally spawns in a base oh, and grenades himself and kills himself. And then he because because of that his, he spawns opposite and his team spawns with him and they like break the yeah. setup and they take control. So yeah. That's a short example of how nerdy that kid is. <laughs> so yeah, he's definitely the nerdiest player I've ever played with. Oh my god, I actually remember talking to him about that that play, which is which is crazy. Uh, I also remember the beginning of Halo Five when they were showing like YouTube content and stuff, and they had a video from Ryan Noob where he would talk about how you could get through the Promethean nade or, or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember trying that. Trying to crouch his way through, but you could get a play off of that if you're, uh -huh. you know, if you're if you're smart. So. Ryan Noob, still the nerdiest player. Uh, Rami says, Goofy, who's your favorite teammate and why is it Rami? <laughs> <laughs> who's my favorite teammate? Ah, this is a tough question. I actually get, get, get asked this question on my stream pretty often too and I never have a for sure answer. If I had to pick one, I think I would say legit. Uh, I teamed with legit for, for quite a while. Um, There's a span where me and him were on a team for like over, like close to two years almost where we were just teaming with each other. And just as as a person, he's a great guy. I I, I wish he was still around the community. I know he's. Do you have he, any idea what happened to legit? I'm not. I, I don't know too much. Real life stuff. Like he he stuff, yeah. yeah, his girlfriend and him. I, you know, I think they they got a little more serious, and he he started working, and he just started you know transitioning into some other, which is understandable because right. Um, you know, uh, but yeah. So I would say legit uh, as a player, he was extremely obviously well respected and a, a beast. Um, and, I, and as a friend, he, he's a great guy, so I would probably say legit. Right. And not Rami, I guess. <laughs> Rami's number two. <laughs> Rami's number two. Okay. Uh, thank you, Rami, for the question. Uh, Ryanu in the chat says, uh, do you remember feeling nervous or scared during any of our series? And I guess if so, he's going to, I don't know, he's, he's going to call you a wuss or something. He's going to call you out on it. <clears throat> um, to be honest, no, nope. not at all. Perfect. There was not a single series or a single game going into it that I was nervous. Um, Super confident with everybody on my team and super confident with myself. So I uh, did not feel nervous in any in any game. Right. And at that point, you know, you've got a ton of experience under your belt. You've been there before. And this is your your chance to really take it all. So good that you're able to kind of confront it with confidence. And I mean, you guys had every reason to. It was crazy that you didn't lose a series. So, yeah, sometimes you just got to let the world know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm nah, joking. I mean, you know, whatever, live it up, you know, enjoy your victory. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, know you know the world we live in, man, everyone, yeah. Oh yeah, gotta walk sure. on eggshells. <laughs> yeah, just just don't do what, oh no, I don't want to say it out loud, I'm going yeah. to call it. Let's just save ourselves, all right? Let's just yeah, save yeah, ourselves. Let's save ourselves. Right. <laughs> we'll keep it there. Uh, Dor Dordo says, uh, also thoughts on what grassroots can do to further with 343 and Microsoft uh, help to grow comp Halo. Uh, what? So I'll basically, answer that question in a way I think uh, yeah. he meant to ask. So I think he right. meant like, what will grass? How can grassroots help Halo moving forward? Yeah, I guess maybe maybe some a new idea for them or something to help competitive Halo. Yeah, I don't know about a new idea right off the top of my head, but as far as what it's doing for Halo in the interim and in the in the time being, I think it's a great concept and a great 
thing that's happening in the community. It's allowing uh, players who are very dedicated to Halo, even after it's in this lull right now, it's it's kind of rewarding them and showing them that, hey, we're going to invest in you guys and, and kind of let you build your own thing here. Um, and, and, you know, it really gives them an opportunity that they wouldn't have otherwise. So I think grassroots yeah. and, and what they're doing um, is unique. And I think it is uh, very helpful for the community moving forward. And again, like we all, I think the people that know kind of understand the fact that it is something it's, we're kind of trying to fill in the gaps, right? We're trying to fill in the, the empty space that we have until uh, yeah. we get Halo Infinite or until we get a beta at least. So um, I think with what, with the hand that we are dealt, I, I do think we're making the most of it. Right. I think so too. I'm curious to see how grassroots transitions when the future games come out and way more people start playing. You have content creators with maybe over a million followers that, that yeah. switch their focus to Halo, let's say, and then all these small guys are getting the the spotlight. And it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. But mm. uh, but I do think they're doing great things for the community, especially in the interim, like you said. Uh, Matty Rum says, uh, was there a moment where you guys, Lux, uh, knew you are going to win the tournament? Mm. I guess to get very specific, because I, it's the truth, is in that game seven, uh, for me, at least, I can't speak to the rest of my player, my, the team. But in that game seven, it was like neck and neck, neck and neck, neck and neck. Yep. And then there was a point in the game. I think it, you, we saw it in that clip where when I got sniper, and I, I sniped Frosty the S one. And then while I'm while I'm getting sniper and kind of setting myself up on bridge, my team is like pushing down green and pushing down long haul. So they're getting kills over there. I'm sniping players there S one. I jump on bridge. I snipe eco with like that crazy no scope. And in that sequence, like you see, it's 34, 33. Hey, there you and go. now it's 36, 33. Like just like that. Yeah. We, we build that bridge. Uh, um, and, and the game kind of at the end of this whole sequence, we're up by like six kills. So I, I do remember thinking in this particular situation, especially after the snipe, he tried. This to was nuts, it. dude. I was like, yeah. oh my, we're winning, we're winning, we're winning. <laughs> and, then, and then I see Gab gets another kill. So it's 40 to 34. It was just 34, yeah. 33. So this is the exact moment where I knew I was like, okay. This is our freaking game. Yeah, and you get the last OS too. I feel like yeah, that we get the last two. Seals OGs, it. Honestly, you get the last two. Yeah, because Gilkey gets it with rockets, and he rockets. just burns it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I get it with with at the end, and I start pushing, and then we win the game. But yeah, yeah, yeah where it was like definitively over. But those those snipes definitely would probably seal it out in your head. You'd be like, man, Damn, those are crazy. Man. If you yeah. hit that shot on Ola, you'd be like, put your controller down, dude. I'm I actually hit two that. more. I actually hit two yeah. more crazy snipes after that no scope because I I what died. I died and somebody picked up my sniper, then I spawned and picked up a new one and I got like two more headshots. But the 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 stream the uh, stream wasn't on me, so we didn't Yoki see him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yoki was pretty lasered too. Uh, you guys were all playing like firing all cylinders for sure. Uh, Wilm says, "Is Goofy streaming tonight? I'm still doing the stream grind tonight." I will be streaming tonight. You can catch me on Twitch.tv/Goofy. What uh, time? Uh, so typically, I'll, I'll make it very short, but typically, since like I mentioned before, I do work full time. So my, yeah. my, the way I manage my time has to be very particular. Right. So every single weekday, Monday through Friday, I stream like 7 p.m. Central until like 9 or 9.30 p.m. Central. All right. Okay. So And it, it can fluctuate a little bit. So maybe instead of 7, 7.30, uh, but I always try to hit the two hour mark at least. So on the weekdays, you can catch my stream at twitch.tv slash goofy around 7 or 7.30 p.m. Central time. Um, and on the weekends, uh, I need to have a set schedule. But on the weekends, it's just an open window of time. So I'll stream right. for a lot longer at, at different windows, uh, different time zones. So, um, but yeah, uh, tonight you can catch me at my stream. Uh, hope Probably right after this, I might get some food. But um, yeah. for the, my normal schedule, it is around 7 or 7.30 p.m. Central. 
Right, because I was also thinking, if you want, I, I, like, I don't want to rush you or anything, but we could always just host you immediately after this and just send the viewers over uh, oh, if you want to do that. I'm not sure how, how many people are tuning in right now, but we can do that. If you don't need to go run and grab food or anything, we can talk to you about that afterwards maybe, but uh, we would okay. be happy to send you that host. Um, so you guys can check out Goofy's Gameplay, which is uh, definitely worth your time. Last question, though. We got uh, It's the Valkyrie says, as an aspire, as a player aspiring to be a pro, any tips to discipline one's sense? Or I guess you kind of get the gist of what he's saying there. Yeah. Um, so again, this is another question that I have been asked. Um, I have been asked multiple times. And the best answer I could give is, just put in the time and put in the work. Like you, if you if you know that a certain part of your game is lacking, you gotta really focus on that. If that's your shot, you gotta practice your shot. If it's your communication, you gotta practice communication. If it's your, you know, your decision making, you gotta practice your decision making. It's it's all about. Um, and I'm not gonna lie to you. It is. There's so many factors that go into really becoming a pro player, and one of the biggest factors is is luck or opportunity. Like you have to be. You have to have the skill and you have to be at the right place at the right time. And then you could say that about any successful person in, in life, really. Um, you, it's all about being fortunate enough to have that opportunity, right? So all, all you can do on your end that you can control is practicing and preparing as best as you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's actually a great way to look at it, putting in the time and thinking about what specifically you do that, that, that needs to be worked on and then, you know, working on those separately one at a time instead of just trying to do, let's say, everything at once. And also maybe watching gameplay would be a huge thing to do. Like yeah. you said, and watching, watching, watching is huge. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that covers uh, all the questions we have, Goofy. Thank you so much for joining me on today's uh, broadcast. And I guess as far as like the new fu near future, we don't know what's happening with uh, with events and stuff. But for you, kind of do you have any like upcoming goals or anything you want to accomplish uh, with Halo in the near future? Well, I'm definitely going to keep going down the lane of this commentary stuff that I've been doing with Blame Gaming. So make sure Sick. you check out their preliminary tournaments. Uh, again, like I said one is coming up here in about eight days, September 24th is the Blam Gaming uh, final preliminary tournament, and then their grand finals is October 20th, I believe. Um, that's going to be for $1,000. So I, I want to continue kind of pr uh, practicing that skill set of commentary and then seeing how, you know, how or where I can end up with it. Um, and, and just my, my streaming stuff, too. I want to be consistent. I want to keep on streaming, keep on building my, you know, my community and just kind of look for ways to improve in that sense. Um, and, and I hope to achieve that. Awesome. Yeah. And I mean, thank you so much for joining me, man. Hopefully I get a chance to chat with you and maybe do some commentary with you with Bland Gaming in the yeah. future as well. I Sweet. love the grind, man. I, I respect the discipline that you're putting in and just hopefully, you know, Halo comes back, it pops off and we can all succeed as a result. We're all kind of just here grinding in the meantime, waiting for it to happen. That's so, all we can uh, do, baby. It's all optimistic we can do. mindset is all we could do and just keep working hard. So I, yeah. I like it, man. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. All right, that'll close today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. And of course, some of you are here waiting for your grassroots giveaway. If you type exclamation mark grassroots in the chat, you have a chance to win a BR skin and nameplate. Let's find out who the winner is. Tony's going to send it to me in Discord. Who we got, Tony? I can only do this so well. There we go. Donald Duck Live wins the BR skin and nameplate. Donald Duck Live, congratulations, Ben. Enjoy your goodies. Tony or somebody from UGC, I assume, will send that over to you so you can enjoy that. That will close today's show. Remember, we also have merch. Feel free to check out the merch here. Anything that you purchase here not only supports the show, it supports me as well. And as always, I would highly appreciate that, guys. Thank you once again for joining us on HCS Weekly. Make sure to tune in next week. We'll be back at the same time, twitch.tv slash UGC.